Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. Let Me Fall is a powerful film. It's, it's unforgettable, actually. The images, the performances, the story, it's based on a whole lot of truth. Uh, Baldwin, my guest, and I talk a little bit about that, that, that line between fiction and, and narrative and, and storytelling and, and, and what these stories actually point to, and that is a greater truth, it seems to me. Baldwin Z is here uh, today to chat with me. He's my guest about his new film, Let Me Fall, at the Toronto International Film Festival. And like I say, it's it's a film that I'm not ever going to forget. And what a pleasure to to have Baldwin on as a guest. And we bumped into each other in the street. And and I, as we were walking by, I kind of joked with him about part two. And this is the kind of guy he is. He uh, he emailed me his contact information right there on the street. And by the time I'd made it to my next appointment, which was my next interview, I had it in my inbox. How cool is that? This is a film about friendship or the lack of friendship. This is about family. This is about community and about uh, a young woman who is pretty much struggling with finding her place in life, it seems to me, this this idea of... of yeah, calling calling a place home, and and I don't mean that uh, in a sense of a place where you can lay your head. That's part of it, but being a part of a community that matters. And Baldwin and I talk uh, a great deal about this idea around community and friendship and so on, and uh, this story that uh, this this young woman uh, embarks on, and and Baldwin uh, t- um, articulates for us so beautifully in this film uh, is going to. I think, change the way you see the world uh, for uh, a variety of reasons. So uh, stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. I hope I, I've uh, lured you in uh, a little bit, at least, uh, to, to, to dive not only into the interview, but also to the film. And it's gorgeous. Absolutely stunning cinematography. And the performances that Baldwin gets out of the, the actors in this film are just, just astounding. So uh, check it out. Let Me Fall. Baldwin Z from Iceland coming right up. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about... Uh, 
uh, my speaking and writing, and face-to-facelive.ca for a whole uh, host of other interviews coming up on 400 interviews, if you can believe that. That's uh, qu- quite incredible to me, but uh, loving every minute of it. And if you are too, consider supporting what I do uh, through patreon.com. Would certainly appreciate that. And if you can't do that, and that I totally get and totally understand, I would appreciate you leaving a review for uh, me on Face to Face with regard to Face to Face on iTunes or Google Play or something along those lines. A little bit of Digital diligence goes a long way. Coming right up, Baldwin Z and Let Me Fall. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest today here, uh, all the way from Iceland. Iceland. I got it right. Uh, Baldwin C uh, is here with us today. I, you know, I was going to try to get your last name right. I'm, I'm so sorry. Can you can you tell us your Sofaniason? Sofaniason. Yeah, very close. Is yeah. that is that not bad? That's not bad because I mean Icelanders they also have trouble with uh, pronouncing my name. So, oh, oh, is that uh, so, right? Eh? Yeah, it's, even, I'm cool even with Icelanders this. have yeah, trouble yeah. with your name. Uh, yeah. Oh, so that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> thank you for that, and and thank you f- thank you for your time today. Welcome to Toronto. Welcome thank to you. the uh, the festival. Uh, you've been before. Yeah, this yes. is my actually my third time here. Yes. Uh, I was here in 2010, but then I had a, a teenage film on uh, Tiff Sprockets which is a, like a TIFF Junior uh, side festival in February. Very nice. But I was here 2014 with my second film, uh, Life in a Fishbowl. Uh, which, which, which did pretty well, from what I understand. Yeah, it did pretty well. Uh, we had like a, a record audience in Iceland attendance and uh, we a lot of prizes and it was a very joyful ride. To, nice. Yeah. nice. What a what a beautiful way to uh, to 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 uh, describe it. A joyful ride. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's great. And and what what's so lovely here? You and I are sitting up. Uh, I, I've never been in this building before in Toronto. We're on John Street, and it's a very interesting building. Yeah. We're in this little mini boardroom, and you're pretty much. I would say your principal cast. Yeah. Is 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 one floor below, hanging out in the uh, in the lobby, and yeah, here for a photo shoot. Are they? Yeah, we have a photo shoot. In, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Later on. So good. So great to, <clears throat> to meet them. Congratulations on the film. Thank you. Uh, heartbreaking. Uh, yes. B- beautiful. Uh, moving. I mean, uh, as a parent, as a human being, how could you not be pulled into this story? I mean, I could understand somebody saying, oh, I, I just can't watch this. Yeah, right? yeah, It's yeah. too hard. Or, yeah. uh, but, but such a, a, a so it's, I mean, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous film to watch. Very compelling. Can you, you start out with a, a, a homage to, to the memory of Kristen and Sisa, I mm-hmm. believe. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the film? It, it's taking you quite a while to get it to the screen. Yes. Uh, and I admire that commitment and passion. Where, where does this start? It starts in true stories, my understanding, but, but uh, yeah, uh, can, you, can you help us out a little bit before we get into the, the deeper part of our conversation? Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so back in 2011, I was working on this anti-drug campaign in Iceland. Um, back then, it was just a project for me. I just needed a job, and it was a paid job, so I went into it. Um, but while I was working on that project, uh, I got to know this um, diaries uh, uh, from Kristin Gerdur. Um, she had uh, taken her own life a couple of years before. Um, so uh, I heard her story. I talked to uh, her parents, and I got the diaries, and I read through them. That was a life-changing moment for mm. me when I read those diaries. Um, 
after I read uh, read the diaries, I wanted to get to know what was happening in Iceland at that time in 2011-12. So I met Johannes, who who was a father of a girl named Sissa, um, who was the youngest addict that had died in Iceland back then. And he had done this very various news reports of drug addiction in Iceland a couple of years before. He was like a man on a mission um, and he wanted to open eyes in Iceland that this was really happening there. Um, and he led me into this world uh, and we got to know four different girls who were living on the street back then and doing drugs. Um, one of them is no longer with us, but, mm. but the other three, they, they, we spent like a year with them and they were so, um, uh, they were so nice to us to let us in, me and Birkin, my co-writer, into their lives and, and, and tell us these um, incredible stories. And so from the diaries and from their stories, there we started to work on this uh, script for Let Me Fall. So so you said you worked on the anti-drug campaign. So yeah. you're a filmmaker at this point already. Yeah. Um, you, you got into it to make some extra money, but also because clearly you cared. Yeah, I, of course I cared, on. but yeah. I was not nearly where I am today. Right, right. So you I didn't can, really have a good understanding. No, no. How, how bad it really how was. How bad it really was. Uh, and I can I can say it now that that I really I, I really took the job back then because I needed the money also. Right. You know. But but now today I'm 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 on a different place because of course this uh, project had has changed me as a as a human being as a father as a. Um, and how I look at things. It's uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a, a it's a challenging film at times. I think as a uh, as a parent to yes. watch because one of the things that I uh, think you do so uh, beautifully for me at least was so many things. But the dynamic between uh, Magna and her parents seems to be, I, I wouldn't say perfect, but it seems to be very good. Yeah, it seems like she has a great upbringing a great family they care about her there's these moments her name is on the back of her bed i mean i love that kind of detail yeah so how do you come to terms with that i mean you must have talked a great deal about that the history like i, I couldn't help my background academically is in philosophy so i just kept going why how how do you end up here yeah how is it that this series of experiences and choices and 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 people that you know, Stella, of course, plays a huge role in her life. Of course, talk to me a little bit about that, uh, Bob. If I mean, if I would have chosen the other way to tell a story of a girl who comes from a broken background, and, right? And, and and you know, almost cliche and almost cliche. Yeah. I mean, we heard that story many many times. But what I found out when I was uh, meeting those girls and reading those diaries that these were. Smart kids, clever kids with good families, of course, also broken families. But these are very, very smart kids. These are human beings like us. They are, they went to school, they got good grades. And and I was always asking myself, what happened? Mm -hmm, Why mm -hmm. did you go this path? Uh, I don't have the answer, but I wanted surely to tell that story. I, I didn't want to go the typical cliche way. Uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted everybody to realize that anyone can go this way. A- everybody can mm. 
mm. you know, I, I could find myself in a couple of years dealing with this yeah. problem. What's, what's the, the quote from uh, the New Testament there, but for the grace of God go I, right? Right, isn't, isn't, right. Isn't that kind of an Alcoholics Anonymous sort of uh, 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 saying as well, right? We're, we're, all, we're, we're not so far away. Exactly, exactly. So there's a humility in that. Yeah, yeah. And and when I when I was casting the girls into this uh, into those roles, uh, they asked me also this question. I mean, mm. these are just mm. normal girls. Is this really? Does this happen? And um, Christine was so much inspiration for us um, who had the diaries because she was like a class A student. She mm. she was the best in everything that she did she was the best student she was the best singer she was the biggest artist in her in her class and and she also writes in the in the diaries i was the best addict i was the best addict yeah wow i was i i did the most i i i went you know farthest it was so hard to read it Uh, so she was she was committed she was really committed um but uh, she writes the diaries when she is sober. She was sober for seven years before she uh, took her life. And one thing is to stop doing drugs. The other thing is to live with what has taken place before. Right. And that was something the, the, she couldn't handle. Which you, which you, which comes out in the film with Stella's older character. Exactly. You, you move, you move back and forth, and. Uh, quite a bit yeah. very disconnected and i and i always i always have trouble actually sometimes i'll be watching a tv show and that does that and i'll have to stop and ask my wife elizabeth what's going on again yeah. what, what, did I, what did i just miss yeah. uh because i i get rooted in a moment yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm reflecting on that and yeah, then, yeah, yeah whoa where where am i now <laughs> anyway which is why i think you need to watch films you know great film and read great books more than more than once yeah um, the disconnected like nature of it, I couldn't help but think about. I mean, this is how we remember. Yeah. This is how we live too, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah. is disconnected. It's choppy. Weird things happen along the way. Of it, course, it's, of course. It's not. It's not linear. It's. It's. And, and, and I don't think enough filmmakers um, engage their audiences that way. Right. Is that? Is that? Is I mean, obviously, a conscious decision for you. Yeah, of course. Of is course. That, is that something that you take to all your filmmaking? Um, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen uh, my last film, Life in a Fistball? I did not see no, it. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you should watch it. Uh, I will. Yeah. There is a, yeah, there is a hint of that in that film. Right. Uh, um, but Well, some people would say postmodern, but, or it's like postmodern filmmaking, but I actually kind of disagree uh, because I think it's actually very realistic and very representative of the way exactly. we live. Yeah, exactly. Know, and the way we remember mm-hmm. and so on. So so the fra- the fractured-like nature of it, and especially for the life of a, a, a drug addict, I can only imagine uh, how, right. how, how fractured it must, uh, must really be. How much, of, um, hmm, how much of you is in this film? <laughs> I, I, and I don't mean your drug-addicted past. No, but, no, no, but, no. And I think I I have a little bit in both Magna and Stella, mm-hmm. um, but hmm. but the smallest amount of me in a project is in this project. But uh, uh, Life on a Fishbowl it had a huge part of me in that film, um, probably because um, both Life on a Fishbowl and Jitters that I did before, 
it were a, a project that I sort of got the idea from my experience in life. But this one was different because I had I, the story came from outside. So um, I think that's why I don't have much of me in there. But I mean, I I had my teenage years and uh, and uh, there were worries about me uh, from my parents <laughs> and and from my siblings at time. So I I, I know what Magna is going through. A little bit, sure. Yeah, yep. Um, yep. I think we most do. I mean, uh, following somebody uh, who, who I think is a has a very curious lifestyle and is you know doing something totally different from what I am doing. I think everybody can relate a little bit to that um, mm -hmm. because uh, you wonder what Magnea sees in Stella. What is it? I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a there's a, a marvelous line that that Stella. I think it's Stella when she says something about why, and I think it has something to do with why she started taking drugs in the first place. Um, and I think the quote is, "Help me out here." And this is a translation, of course. But found a connection to other people, and it got rid of the knot in my stomach. Right. And I mean, we've all kind of felt that knot before, yep. you know, going on stage, uh, going on a first date, making that all important phone call, whatever it is. But I couldn't help but think there was a sense of, I don't know, and this is where I think about the parenting, about the sense of abandonment mm -hmm. or feeling lost yeah, yeah, yeah. or feeling lonely. And you don't really go into that no. in the film. You let us decide yeah. and ask those questions on the drive home from the theater. And yeah, by, yeah, the, yeah. by the way, congratulations on the film. Thank it's, you. It's marvelous, and Thank I, you. I hope everyone sees it. <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, was there a sense for that for you? This sense of loss, this sense of trying, you know, like you said, what what did what did Magna see in Stella? Was it that same knot in her stomach? Was a little bit like? Was it love? What what you know? Yeah, I mean, oh, wow, it's a good question. Mm. I think it's a, a a sort of a mix of excitement about uh, because you see her see she has parents that are divorced and sometimes children some land in between two families they both have new children they're both raising new families and she's like a, a little bit in uh, how what is the word in english uh, when you can see her uh, uh, she's like a She's like a ghost with both families, you know, because nobody is um, focusing on her. They are focusing on the new children. And, and right, 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 so, right. She's, in, she's almost like in the background. She's yes, always she's in, in the, the background. background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and suddenly she uh, gets to know Stella, who is living a very daring life, totally different from what uh, she is dealing with right now. She's getting bored from the school and everything. So um, I think from the beginning, she is both attracted to Stella, but more attracted to that Stella is really seeing her. Um, for who she is. For who she is. Or at least giving her the sense that that's what she's Yeah, doing. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that is the start of it. Um and then, you know, step by step, things happen and escalate. And, and um, I was actually more like a Stella when I was a teenager. I got 
the guys to follow me a little bit. Right. I was the right. first one to drink, and right. and so I know how it works. Uh, I know how to put up how exciting it is to right. try right. new things and stuff like that. Um, and when you're a teenager, you don't see the consequences of anything that you do because there is no tomorrow. Mm. You, everything you do has no consequences. So it is no problem to go this path. You are not seeing ahead of you what is going, you know, what is the uh, consequences of, of doing drugs or or breaking in or, or whatever. Um, so it's always exciting to work with those elements. I did a, a teenage film a couple of years ago about a, a gay boy who was, you know, coming out of the closet and, and stuff like that. And that was the same elements. If his hairdo was not good. Um, so, sorry, we had a little, we'll work on that. Maybe we'll edit that out, but a little quick. Interrupt. Yeah. So, yeah. so because you said, you said something, um, about, um, you were, you were a little bit like Stella. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. But would you have ever, and this is all I'm going to say for yeah. people who, who haven't seen the film, would yeah. you have ever left Magnia at that, that, that significant turning point in, in the film and her story and her life that we do see a little bit of resolve around later. Because mm-hmm. there's a part of me that watches... The, 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 I mean, I can't tell you, too, how many times I wanted to step into the story yeah. <laughs> and thought, I, I can help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that's what you were trying to get. I, I You know, as a filmmaker, you, you want me to feel that, uh, that, that life is worth living, yeah. that there is a tomorrow, that there are consequences, that, of course, I, that of course. I am responsible, right? Which is yeah, yeah, so yeah. amazing about being a filmmaker and a storyteller. But I do wonder about those, those lines that, but I guess that's the stuff maybe... I don't understand mm-hmm. having not ever been a drug addict or mm-hmm. having never had a substance right. abuse problem. I've got other issues, mm-hmm. a truckload of them. Yeah, <laughs> like we all do. Like we all do. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's how we can all sort of resonate with. I think the story in the film. Yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm always fascinated by the 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 autobiographical edge. You know, for the filmmaker, what do they what do they actually put put into the into the? the she said when, it, when I, I think it was Magnia who said maybe Stella, maybe both of them that they 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 realized they wanted to live when they were in prison. Yeah, yeah Stella t- says says that in the film. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and that is a that that is amazing turning point for a person to to realize that they they want to live because that must be the driving force to keep on you know, fighting for your life is that uh, realizing that, that you want to live. Um, but uh, about that, would I have done the same, left Magna there? Right. What I, my question to Stella is, is she perhaps thinking, I mean, could she be doing a good thing trying to ruin their relationship at that point. Oh, interesting. To, right, nice. So, nice way to turn it on its head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... So she was actually almost intentionally destroying the relationship. Yeah, so she could get out of there. So she could, you know, do something else or whatever. Yes. But it was, of course, the uh, the, the addiction that controlled... I think so. It was the addiction that controlled this decision, but... 
But I wondered many times when I was doing this scene, could that be? Could, could it be that Stella was? That, that she actually was one, taking some responsibility here. Yeah. And even though this was a horrific horrible. way to go about it. Exactly. This was the end of the relationship. Yeah. Near the beginning of the film, in fact, I think they're, they're kind of pulling a bit of a scam together. Uh, to make some money and maybe access some drugs. I think she's four, 14 at the time, 15 15, maybe. 15. Astounding to me. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old, and I yes. just I can't, I, can't, I can't watch film the same way anymore now that I have kids, right? Yeah, things, exactly. Things change, right? Yeah. Um, and you hold a shot on Magnia's face, and I don't know her yet, but I can already, I think, sense the, the pain and the, the despair. Yeah. Of, of where she's at. Does, yep. she, does she, do you think she always holds that intention? Do we th- when, when we're in these, these places, these dark spaces, you know, yeah, with others so. and yeah. it's, and, and, and the, and the question for me is how, how knowing that, how, how do we, how do we, how do we ever get out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying there is actually a, a, a there is no black and white answer. Right? No, 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 there no. isn't. What did you learn working with addicts for so many years? I mean, other than the, a way to tell this new story. Uh, I think all my prejudice uh, for addicts just disappeared. Mm. I mean, mm. sometimes I thought to myself, and also against the families, because sometimes I thought to myself, why didn't you stop her? Why didn't you say something earlier? Stuff like that. But this is so complicated matter. This is so difficult to deal with. And... I, I I don't think it's about why didn't you stop her and stuff like that today. It's mostly about what are you going to do if this happens? And there is no right and there is no wrong answer to that. Mm. And that was what I was trying to tell in the film, that you have to go somehow with your gut feeling mm-hmm. in this matter because there's a very thin line of do, making all these restrictions sure. and just pushing the sure. child away. Sure. So, oh my God, this is so difficult. And There's a heartbreaking scene with the parents. I know. When they're talking about what to do and how to do it and, and the struggle. Yeah. And, 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 and you portray, or the actors portray them so beautifully and so well, the struggle. And, did. Yeah. and yet the love. Yeah. And the, the Christmas scene. It's ridiculous. It's just so beautiful. And my favorite scene in the film. The excellent, and, 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 and isn't that the way it should be, right? Yes. To be prescriptive about how to raise families. But we know that that's not always the case. That's not always the case. <laughs> and definitely, the, like the scene with the parents when they're talking together, yeah. if I haven't done the flash forward scenes, right. that scene would, for example, not be as strong because you know when they yeah. are talking together, you want them to just do something about That's it right. because we intervene. know. Intervene. Yeah, intervene because we have seen the future. Right. Hey, nice. Come on. Yes, we have the crystal ball. We have the crystal ball. And that's why I did it like that with this flash forward. I wanted the people to realize the whole time that this was the end game. So, so sadly, we have to wrap it up in a couple of minutes. But yeah, maybe, okay, maybe, yeah. maybe we can do an extended interview at uh, some point. Of course. I, I mean, there, there's so much to talk about uh, in this film. Is, this a par- is it a parable for you as a parent, as a storyteller? Is it, is it a cautionary tale uh, for, for others? I mean, it is. Yeah. For, it certainly was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I spoke to Elizabeth, my wife, within minutes of, of watching the film and said, you've, you've got to see this film. 
we we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk. And I don't know. I I think this film has made me an, uh, a, like a fanatic parent. <laughs> <laughs> Are your children allowed outside after 6 p.m.? No, not not today. <laughs> That's so, right. My oldest one is 17, and I have also a 14-year-old. So I'm I'm there right now. Yeah. Um, I took them with me to the premiere on Tuesday in Iceland, and I said, okay, now we watch this film. And they were like, they were blown away. Wow. And their friends were like, oh my God. And I have heard from many kids that came to that screening. Uh, we were, they were allowed down to 14 to come there. They were like, I'm not going there. So it really affected somebody. So uh, that's nice because there are films about these matters. But for example, Trainspotting, when I saw Trainspotting, right, right. I was like, oh, I want to try that. Right. I didn't want to get that feeling out of the film. For teenagers, it, right? It, it it was. You didn't want to glorify it. No, in, I didn't want to glorify it. No, and I watched Christina F a couple of times uh, two years ago because that was a film that really hit me hard back then. Um, yeah, one of the most difficult drug films I've ever seen, and I it's interesting that there's actually a bit of a genre, mm -hmm, but yeah. it uh, would be. Um, um, Oh, for heaven's sakes, uh, a Requiem for a Dream, Darren, yeah. Darren Aronofsky's film. Yeah. And it was there where I realized just how deep and dark it can become. I know. And Darren does something that I took into this project is that I wanted the audience to experience it almost from first hand because right, I felt right. like when, after I saw Requiem for a Dream... I was I was doing drugs while I was well, watching. You, is that right, eh? Interesting. Yeah, oh, it, it wow. was it was terrible. Um, so, yeah. Well, uh, thank. Well, listen. We we need to wrap it up. And, okay. And okay. We we will. Uh, I hope we get the opportunity to continue the conversation. Thank you for again a beautifully uh, tragic uh, film, but important and compelling, and 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 people need to see it. Uh, Baldwin C talking here with me uh, today. Uh, about his uh, new film, Let Me Fall, at the Toronto International Film Festival. Have a, have a great time while you're here. Thank I you. Hope, I hope you enjoy every minute of it. I, I do, definitely. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.